Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. AD- sure. ADP could be the sponsor. No? Probably Guys, ADP, protection, security. Mm-hmm. Come on. Guys, wake up. Lifeline. Well, uh, Lifeline. Isn't, Lifeline. Isn't ADP like payroll? Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 129, Friends of Rivals podcast coming at you live and this Halloween. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness, joining me each week of ours. Even words to it. Fireman Ed, J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Nick Larita. That was, that was, that was, it's not impressions yet, Nick, but that was ah. great. That was excellent. That was a very horrifying intro, boys, especially Billy's. Billy's was probably the most scary. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, oh, yeah. It does strike fear in all Giants fans across the land. How can it not after you've been dominated like that? The Jets just Mm. fucking dominated. Thoroughly outplayed in every facet of the game. Well, listen, as 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 Jet fans, do you do you buy the notion that the Jets shouldn't have won that game because the referee did not place the ball? No. No. They shouldn't have won the game because they weren't the better team. (laughs) Well, probably, probably that too. Oh, listen, the kicker, the Jets kicker is amazing, by the way. Holy crap. How do you get to be so good? Is it just a lot of practice? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the Giants are are so bad, and that game is probably going to make me take a break from football for a little while. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know how I can continue to watch this team. It, it's It's the definition of insanity, right? is watching this same fucking nonsense year after year and expecting that they're going to turn it around like I did this year. Only I was if you expect hood- yeah. I was fucking hoodwinked this offseason thinking the Giants were actually going to be good and they are fucking a shit show. So bad that they have to trade one of their best defensive players, which they got a nice return for him, uh, but they are paying a lot of money to get rid of him. Um, and they just, it's, it's such a disaster from, from last year to this year. I, I just can't figure out how you can go from a powerhouse offense. That was so fun to watch to being completely inept, completely like you can't do any, like, it's so bad. You can't even have your backup quarterback try and throw the fucking ball. Oh, your, your, your backup, backup quarterback. Okay, our backup, backup quarterback. But still, if he's your backup quarterback, he should be ready to go in and play your entire playbook. Ready oh, yeah. to go, one hundred percent. Yep. That's yeah, that's me. Get at least try to. That's me every July twenty seventh. <laughs> right around July twenty seventh, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm in, I'm in, I'm all in this season. <laughs> this is the year. And then by the third week, usually it's I'm at the point you're at now. And then yeah, Brian Dable goes, well, this is the way we expected the game to go, so we didn't want him to throw the ball. Are you – do you <laughs> honestly think that we're going to fucking believe that? Like, I am I am so full of rage from the Giants that I got to get rid of it somehow. And this is – well, one, this is a good outlet to do it. But, but I just I just cannot continue to put myself through the pain. I mean, 
Is this what it's like being a Jet and a Mets Dable, fan? Dable yeah. might be you the, do sound yeah. like yes. It's Dable like might you're be just... the poster boy for somebody who's trying to be too too smart for the rest of the room. Right? Who does he think? Seriously, like you said, who does he think he's fucking kidding? Right? Does he really think anyone's going to believe that? No. And do, doesn't he understand that it just makes him look more like a fucking idiot? Yeah. Yeah. He would have just said, look, it's our third string quarterback. He didn't get any reps all week. We did what we had. We thought we had to do to win the game. And I, I don't, I don't have a problem about getting the ball in your best player's hands. And for the Giants, it was clearly Saquon Barkley. But at least yeah. you gotta fucking mix. You gotta mix it up. Throw a screen pass. Throw a a, a five yard into the tight end. Do something, something to mix it up. This guy they, can't be. I saw him in preseason. He was good. He could throw the ball. Let him do it. See what they, you got. They did try that swing pass three times in a row. In oh overtime. yeah, well, well they haven't seen it yet. Ugh, it's just really, really, really fucking annoying. Really annoying. And I had to get that off my chest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and you. on the flip side, I mean, is it Zach Wilson's in the Pro Bowl? I mean, for sure. I mean, the guy can't be stopped. He was excellent in in the, the last drive and overtime. He was excellent. If, if his if, last two throws. <laughs> if the NFL, yes. if you had to count Mississippi's before you could blitz in the NFL, Zach Wilson would be fucking Tom Brady. Mm. If he had enough time to go through his reads, he might be Tom Brady. All right. We have to wow, stop talk talking about, about the we gotta stop just, talking about the Giants just... and the Jets. It's 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 annoying me. It it it's so it's so bad. It is just so fucking bad. Um yeah, another thing right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there there is another thing that was horrifying to me that I saw. Um, and Billy, you're not going to really like this clip, but it came from the, the Penguins. Well, no, it, it came. No, it's not that. It came from the Penguins uh, oh. Ducks game the other night. And and I, I I don't mean to show this, Bill, if they, you know, the, the Ducks scoring, but I want eyes. you to see the Bally Sports is bringing back puck tracking on their broadcasts. Mm. I was shocked. Shocked when I saw it, so I had to show you guys. So this is live. This is not even the replay. This is just a live gameplay. Sorry, I'll turn that off now. But I couldn't believe when I saw puck tracking again from the Ducks broadcast. Is it is it just regional because everybody in Southern California has no idea what hockey is? Is that is that why they're doing it? Or is this across all Bally sports? I don't get to what, well, I do because I have Tampa here, but I don't see puck tracking on Tampa games. So I don't think it's Bally sports. I don't think so because I watched Bally last year uh, for Canes games and Isles games. And so the Canes and Isles uh, playoff games, and I didn't, they didn't have that at all. So it must mm-hmm. be something specific to that broadcast. They're trying something new, maybe. Okay. Maybe. That being said, it wasn't atrocious. Yeah. Uh, no, that that wasn't. I I tend to it agree with Steve. The, I don't think it was bad. It wasn't the Fox glowing puck era tracking. It, it was it was better than that. Yes. 
I thought Bally Sports was the one that went out of business. Did it? Wasn't there one of the carriers that like a lot of the regional sports networks? They have. Yes, the, I like, thought. I thought it was Bally Sports oh, as well. Weird. But I don't. I don't know. That that's. That's really weird. You're right because I I thought it was Bally Sports. Um, I thought I had the, uh, we're going to go to, was well, there anything else that we need to talk about? Oh, the, okay. So listen, that, that hor- horrific incident that happened over in England with, uh, um, with Adam Johnson, it was just, I, I, I actually stumbled upon the video and it was, it was awful. I don't understand how that guy's leg was up. So like that in the first place, I don't get how it was, but it was a freak accident. Um, and do you guys remember seeing some, listen, I don't, I don't think I I've seen a guy die from a skate related incident in my life watching hockey. I can't recall anything. Uh, Billy, you, you would probably be our best guess. As, no, as I mean, to... I've heard about it happening, you know, in youth hockey, it happened uh, a couple years ago uh, up in, I think it was in Connecticut, like, and I've, I've heard it happening, you know, in, in those lower levels every once in a while. Cause they, cause with my son playing youth hockey, they, they always, that's always a strong reminder. Like to for them to go out and get the, the, the Kevlar neck guards, which they either build into a turtleneck or you, or you wear one separately. Um, you know, and, and it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't cover everything where you're never going to get cut, but it's, but it ideally should protect that, that artery, um, you know, uh, from, from taking a severe clean cut, you know, uh, so, so you can still get a, a hundred stitches somewhere, but, but you'd be alive. And, and, you know, it's, uh, I, I know that the, uh, I know the penguins have now mandated those, uh, that kind of protection on their, uh, AHL and ECHL teams. Um, I think they can't do it on the NHL level, but they're going to heavily suggest it, you know, heavily, uh, uh, recommend it to, to their guys. Um, and I, and I think something's got to be done like with the NHL in, probably in conjunction with the NHLPA that I don't know, maybe the collective bargaining agreement for all the lineup uh, to get that going to, for, for all of them. But um, yeah, it's, it's there there's in every level of this sport, but especially at the, at the NHL level, you know, you got, you got, you know, 24 machetes out there uh, just flying around the ice at all times. It's super dangerous for any, anything that's exposed. So uh, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for those uh, neck guards, man. I have seen a lot more of those. Um, how do I even describe it? It, it? When the the defensive player goes kind of low on the offensive guy and flips him over, mm-hmm. I've seen kind of more of those hits in in the preseason and in, in the early part of this year that it could potentially happen to where that guy gets flipped and his skates just fucking, you know, hit somebody. So I think it's it's a proper move for 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 the NHLPA to try and convince these guys to how uncomfortable it may be, how terrible it may look. It it, it might save your life. So maybe they do it like they did visors, right? That was like mandated in the in the AHL and ECHL, and then it was if you got called up, you had to do it. So yeah, I. Yeah, Steve, I, I I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's what what they have to do, and I think that's the the proper methodology in which that they have to implement this. You is wanna, they didn't ha- 
It didn't have to go through collective bargaining. It didn't have to go through anything. It just was a rule, period, end, to protect you the You want to know how you make it? You want to know how you make it happen? Slap a corporate logo on it and tell the <laughs> NHLPA the salary cap is going to go up $5 million a team. I agreed. <laughs> That's exactly how you do it. For you, AD, ADP sure. could be the sponsor. No, probably guys. Work. ADP protection security. Mm -hmm. Come on, guys, wake up! Lifeline, well, uh, lifeline, isn't lifeline? Isn't ADP like payroll? There's... Yeah, I have... yeah. ADP is our payroll. Stuff. What's the yeah. what's the home security company? ADT, yeah. That's what Fucking I said. Idiot. <laughs> no, yeah. you didn't. <laughs> God, yes. even when you try to tell a joke, you screwed up. Bert. You tell jokes that aren't funny, and then you fucking try to tell a joke, and you get it wrong. And you put it's it on us for not being awake. I know, right? <laughs> Time to ride the metro. And we're here. to blame. Victim blamer oh. right here. Good Lord in heaven. Uh, but all right, listen, our, our hearts. What are, you, what are you expecting? <laughs> God. My God. Uh, our hearts go out. To, oh, come on. Our our hearts go out to uh, to Adam Johnson yeah. and the, and the tragedy that was and um and look I I think we're all in agreement that they they need to do something uh, to protect the players because they are the game and and they need to be protected. Um, let's uh, uh it's always tough coming out of these fucking sad things to to go right to something upbeat. Uh, but we are going to go to uh, Shitty Call of the Week. And wouldn't you know it, I don't have it fucking queued up. I really, honest to God, I thought I had it queued up, but I got so pissed that I queued up other things to... Um, hey, hey, bud. Hey, bud. That, we can yeah. just edit this out. Don't worry. Yeah, no, but that's fine. I, I I don't care. It's it's fine. Um, but this one comes to us from the Oilers Ranger game. Listen, Rangers were up three one at this point, um, late in the third period. This game has was locked up. Edmonton was not coming back in this game, and uh, I think I might have a portion of it in this. The look oh. for a kicking motion, but that looks more I direction as he just which is legal. Hold on. The question is, did he kick it? I think he kicked it. But then throws it in. So this one. As he's going. Oh, yeah. There That's it is. There it goes off the skate. That, that was, was Will goal. Cooley. That was. No, no. That was the disallowed goal. That one they called back for distinct kicking motion was this last one. This is the Will Cooley uh, oh, versus right. Edmonton. Right, right, right. I will show it again. In the middle. And as he's going. Oh, yeah. There That's it is. There it goes off the skate. I mean, that's the Edmonton broadcast even saying that, or 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 Sportsnet or whoever the hell was was announcing that game. But did did anybody see a distinct kicking motion there? A hundred percent. I mean, no. he, right? He was it, it, at best sliding his skate across, and if you want to call that distinct kicking motion, now the other two um, videos in here were called good goals and this was last I think either last year or year prior to that was Mark Stone and that was 
I mean, that was more of a kicking motion than what Will Cooley did. That looks more direction as he just Which is And legal. this one. The question is, did he kick it? That's absolutely a kicking motion. That's that totally a kicking both, one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> both of those two goal, both of those two were called goals, but Will Cooley's was not. So, so here's the they're... only thing with the Cooley goal. Yeah. And again, I think it was a goal. I, I'm not saying uh, it wasn't. But his skate does come off the ice. Did? Yeah. Right before, right there. It's kind of like off the ice. I don't know. That looks like it's sideways kind of dragging it along the ice. And that's the kicking motion right there. That there, again, I don't think it is. I think it's him trying to maintain his balance. But his foot kind of goes in and then back out this way. But, again, I I absolutely think it should be a goal. And they're saying regardless, much like Bill does, but they're saying he basically kicked it behind him. He kicked it behind himself. Kind of like how yeah, you like, kick a puck up to on. your stick when it's behind you. Yeah. 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 But I, I, I fail to see the distinct kicking motion when you're going sideways or when you're kicking backward. Is that distinct kicking? Mo- is kick? Can you kick backwards? You can kick sideways, which is what he's doing. You can kick sideways. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this whole thing. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, you're, you're, Nick, you're a 1,000% right. But this is a fucking serious problem that the NHL has had for how long have we been doing the podcast? Every, this is four seasons now. Four seasons and, every and year. I have found videos back on YouTube from a decade ago about the why dis- don't you just, Why don't you show those on this podcast so they actually play that? <laughs> the disparity. And, you know, this is a problem that's been going on for so long. But why aren't they fixing it? Every year, everybody complains about it, but they do nothing to fucking fix it. To finally say, okay, we're just going to let everybody get that kicking, whatever. If it goes in off your off your skate and you kick it in, so be it. I, I'm all for what, what Billy talks about or just have – it's either all or nothing at this point. I think that's how you fix it. I don't think you want to take it's everything just, off the foot away because, like, I mean, you lose so much scoring. But if you can't be consistent with with making these calls, then you got to let them all in. It takes just as much talent to kick it in as it does to to deflect a a slap shot coming in. Yep. That's right. So this is is the year. This is the show. And we're what? I don't even know how many episodes in, but we're, we're nine, eight, nine, ten games into the NHL season. And we've already had our they should fucking let them kick episode of the friends and rivals podcast Check that i'm sure we'll i'm sh- i'm sure we'll have another one but it so seems just- like once a year we have one of these fucking episodes where it's just jesus christ how do they call it distinct kicking motion how is that or how is that not a kick and if they you had episode just- seven on your bingo card for <laughs> kicking motion episode put down the little check mark every year it's our very special episode Here they are, folks, the stupendous, the incredible, the mysterious, disappearing bicycle brothers. I mean, now you see them and now you don't. Yeah, and it's it's getting to the point where it's just beyond frustrating. More getting to be almost as frustrating as the New York Giants. Almost as frustrating. 
exactly. Ish is right. All right, let's go. Let's go take a ride in the metro, shall we? Uh, uh, sponsored by Rich Wholesome Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance of everyone, all preference. We're all quick on the inside anyway. Nestle Quick, it does the trick. And we are going to start with the aforementioned Pittsburgh Penguins. They were aforementioned like 20 minutes. Um, Well, they were still mentioned before, so I can say aforementioned. But does it have to be said like within a certain time frame? It it was this episode. It's aforementioned. They were. Shut up. I, I think they're after. Go, go, why don't you go screw up another joke? All right. <laughs> isn't well, it the isn't joke it after mentioned? The 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 joke is the penguin season at this point, though. Sorry to say. Um. Okay. The the uh the season's an unmitigated disaster. Um. I hate to say I I hate to say this, but like. When I was watching them play Anaheim in that third period, uh, and they had a, they were in a tie game, three uh, three in the last couple minutes, the Penguins went on a power play with a little more than two minutes left, and then immediately, almost immediately, the the Ducks took another penalty, a, a delay a game. Uh, so the Penguins had a five on three advantage, and I hate to say, you know, I should be excited. I have a, we have a five on three advantage, and I and I want to see my team win, you know. And all I could do was think, how are they going to fuck this up? Is literally the only thing going in my mind. And I'm like, and and even at the time, I'm like, if they don't score in a five on three, they're going to get a guy out of the box with a few seconds left. He's probably going to go on a breakaway. And I swear to fucking God, that thought crossed my mind. And and it, it was it was this is this is how people who root for losing teams watch games. This is this is how a Jets fan watches a game. This is how a Mets fan watches a game. You just know things are going to get fucked up. So it stinks that they're in that spot. Um, but I'm I'm gonna say like a you know, it's easy to look at the Penguins three and six start and and if you and if you haven't been watching and just say they're old, they're old, they're they're done, blah blah blah. It has this has nothing to do with age. Um and, and I I almost hate to say it more than if it than if it did have to do with age, but it has nothing to do with age and has everything to do with them playing with a very low hockey IQ. This is a stupid, stupid, stupid fucking team. You you look up and down that lineup. They've got guys doing well. You know, the, the guys that Kyle Dubas brought in, Riley Smith, Eric Carlson, Lars Eller, uh, Radim Zahorna, they're all playing well. And and the top line's playing, playing well enough. It's mistakes by different guys, seemingly every game that's undoing them. They think they can outrun their mistakes. They're not the New Jersey Devils anymore. 
Like the, the Devils could fly around, score four, five, five, six goals a game, fuck up a couple of things, big fucking whoop. They're they're going to just crush you. They're going to outscore you. The, the, the Penguins think they're that, and they're not. And these, these mistakes are ending up in the back of their net. Uh, and and they can't outrun them. They're 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 not a uh, you know they're just not equipped to do it anymore. And if they're not going to play smarter, then you know this season is just going to be over real quick. And uh, yeah, I think that's about all. I, that's about all I got. It, it's it's a different guy. It's almost every day. It's it's a it's a third line uh, defenseman. It's it's the top line uh, not getting back. It's guys who don't know when to give up the fight in the offensive zone. Um, and and realize that retreating is what they need to do uh, to to make sure there's not an odd man rush against them. It's peewee mistakes, and I don't know how you fix it. I, I don't blame Sullivan uh, for his coaching. It, it's 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 not something. These are basic things you shouldn't have to coach NHL veterans. This is an old team. They they should know better. I I don't think Sullivan's got to go back to the basics. Maybe he maybe he will need to, but but the, I don't put it on him, and I don't put it on Dubis. I put it squarely on the players and their choices. So uh, yeah, that's that's our penguins update. So is that? Do you, I mean, that's definitely something though. They could do a little film study on and go look right here. You should have just realized you're not going to get it on the four check. Give up. Get back in zone coverage. I yeah, I think you could easily go to the film for for all these mistakes, but it, it nothing seems to be sinking in. Like they and they could play like a game like they did against Colorado this past week. I didn't mention the on the bright side they beat Colorado four nothing. They they played a terrific game. It was a game where they managed not to make all those mistakes. It's there, there's a capability there, um, but I don't know what the answer is. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know if maybe these guys need to get benched as, as soon as mistake one and mistake one happens. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's got to be an approach there, uh, but I don't know what fixes it. I don't know what fixes stupid. It's not been my experience watching the Penguins that this has ever been the problem. You know, you might go through a phase where there's a little bit of a lack of effort, a little bit of a lull, whatever. But I've never seen anything so dumb. Uh, not since uh, Mike Matheson's first game as a Penguin, which was well publicized. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The smarts are gone, and I don't understand that. I, I've heard you can't fix stupid. I've, I've heard yeah. that. Uh, where, where are the, where are the, what's, what do the Penguins have coming up? They've got like four days off, thank fucking Christ, and and but then they go back out on the road, and and uh, I don't even remember. I I think I stopped looking ahead. <laughs> they're in they're, they're in San Jose Saturday. Let you oh know. yeah, so they have no, so they get their first win. That's fantastic. <laughs> no That'll way, it's not going to come against the Penguins. Bill, stop it. Right, I'm putting money on the Sharks. <laughs> oh, all right, Nick. Nick, do you have anything nice to say about the Islanders? Uh yeah, I got some nice things to say. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. It's, good. Uh, it's not, not all doom and gloom here. Um, Isles, uh, after losing three straight, uh, previous week, uh, won two in a row, and then just didn't, uh, couldn't, couldn't eke it out in the third game and uh, in overtime, and and lost uh in OT to the Red Wings last night. Um, so uh, not a terrible week actually, pretty good, uh, and it would have been a great week had. Uh, last night's game not falling apart, um, but is what it is. So three uh, two win against the uh, Senators earlier in the week on um, twenty six. What was that like? Fucking Thursday. It was last Thursday. Uh, this was uh, Sorokin. It's incredible to me when these like you know at three stars of the game bullshit. That game 
there was 47 shots on goal by Ottawa. 47. They only scored twice. Ilya, Ilya Sorokin is keeping his team alive. And it's not just him. I'll get into that in the next uh, with Farley after this. But, but basically, 15, 15 of 16 shots stopped on the power play. 29 of 30 even strength in that game. I mean, those are fucking ridiculous numbers. The centers were one for eight on the power play. Isles were one for four. This was not really a, a great offensive showing, but I mean, realistically, uh, Sorokin really, really, really kept this in play. By the way, he wasn't named one of the three stars of the game. It was, of course, Dobson, Horvat, and Clutterbuck. Um, all three goal scorers where you're like, NHL cop, what are you fucking ridiculous? Come on. Well, in this case, no. I disagree. Uh, next game, uh, which was, uh, the, uh, I think, on Saturday. Uh, yeah, this was on Saturday night. Uh, I also uh, shut out the Columbus Blue Jackets. Closer game. Uh, I also had an early goal. Uh, Palmieri. Matty Martin put a, game, a goal in the third period late to kind of seal the deal. Um, and uh, Varlamov really played extremely well and uh, just shut down the... Um, the offense from the Blue Jackets. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I'm laughing so hard because because he stopped 45 and 47 shots. That's not crazy. a star of the game. I was not a star of the game. Come on. That's Come on. that is fucking. That's so comical. But in the next game, when Varley got the shutout and he stopped 34 shots, he was the first star of the game. NHL.com. So you guys you guys got it. Also, they, they make like so Matt Martin then the second star of the game because he had the game winner. You're like, what is the what is the point of this thing? So dumb. Uh and then can take us to the home till this this week to to last night's game. The Isles uh were playing great against Red the Red Wings. I uh, I was like really excited. I was gonna text you guys about, you know, how Things were going well, and then it just started to fall apart. And I was very glad into those texts; it would have aged poorly. Uh, <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, this was a great game. The Isles were playing their their system, and were shutting the Red Wings down. They got a couple goals um, in the first goal from a shorthanded goal from Zika's, which was just one of those plays where, like, there was some shitty tic tac, you know, kind of penalties where, like breaking sticks like um, Holmstrom hit, put his stick in front of a shot, broke the guy's stick and they call a penalty on Holmstrom because he was like kind of swinging his stick into his stick. They were going for the puck basically at the same time. And they called the penalty like a slashing call kind of a dumb uh, kind of play. And then uh, later in the, in that, in that, uh, I think it was in the same power play. Uh, it was something or it was something similar was happening. Like a stick out, Broken and we went over the Isles players had, didn't didn't get called. Uh, Isles player got stick out broken by from the, the Red Wings. He went to ran to the bench and then Sezikis ended up getting sprung on this the shorthanded goal and he just fucking had all the, the, the speed right, right around the outside of the defenseman brought back in backhander five hole beautiful goal just totally energized the team. Um, they scored a, a very quick uh, third their period goal to go up two nothing. Things were looking great, and then it just you know within a span of about four minutes, five minutes, 
Uh, Red Wings scored three goals. They just uh, first got like a little bit of a uh, kind of a defensive breakdown into a odd man rush, and then kind of a lucky kind of wrist bounce, wrist shot goal, and then you know another just good goal, and it was all coming apart. Um, luckily, Horvat scored a power play with a setup from Barzal, which was um, something that Isles fans were looking for a long time. Barzal to 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 Horvat on the power play. Um, Dobson gets another assist. He's up to seven. He's leading the team in, in points uh, with nine points um, right now, and uh, actually he's tied with. Uh, no, he's he's, been, he's he's got by himself. Um, and then it went, the game went to overtime. Isles lost in overtime. Um, what was this guy Comfer? Uh, this guy, what's his name? Comfer. He's fucking uh, good. JT Comfer. Yeah. Yeah. This guy had like a billion uh, faceoff wins against us in the first two periods. He was like seven or eight in a row. He just kept winning them. They kept putting him out there, and he just kept winning them. And then he was all over the ice, man. He was like they were called his name all game. Then he scores the game winner, and you're like, or uh, assisted on the game winner. Sorry on a nice tic-tac-toe play. And, you know, Sorokin was dead to rights in that in that play. But uh, they, Red Wings are really good. They're a dangerous team. Um, Isles were shutting them down, but then just got sloppy and just couldn't, couldn't, uh, they can't compete with a team like that when they get sloppy and they don't have, um, they, they don't, they lose focus. So they played a really good complete two periods and then came back in the end of the, end of the third to kind of regain their momentum but man, this that's kind of like I feel like the nutshell of this team. They really have to get to that point where they can actually, you know, play their game all the time. You gotta play through periods. They don't have the luxury of taking off, like like Bill was saying. We can't, it's like we can't score like the Devils can. You know, we can't score like the Red Wings can. They just or Colorado, they can just throw points up there, um, and that's that's you gotta play really just one hockey. It's gonna work in the playoffs if they get there, but. And they have the defense. If once Mayfield gets back, and the, then we'll be able to sit. Um, Boldu can put him back on, and really, hopefully, um, not have to shelter any of the guys there. Um, but uh, Dobson's been looking good this year. He's been really, really like turned it around. I was, I had a feeling he would last year. He really had it down here, but he's looking like our best defender right now. I think a hell of it has to do with them putting splitting up Pelic and Pulak. So Pelic with Dobson, Pulak with. Um, uh, Romanov, um, and they've been playing really, really solid together. And um, yeah, it's been a really good t- top two pair. Um, but with uh, Aho and, and Bolduc on the same line, it's uh, yeah, defensively, it's not great. So hopefully Mayfield comes back real soon to get that. Uh, he's been skating with the team. He just hasn't gotten into the, the lamp yet. Um, and then uh, Isles coming up, we have a couple games. Uh, Capitals on Thursday away, uh, Carolina at home on Saturday, and then next Tuesday when we'll be doing the next podcast, we have the Wild at home. So, a uh, couple games, a few games this week, no, no back-to-back, so that's good. They should get some rest and hopefully have a nice, nice uh, play well against Capitals in the next game because they need that win. Well, Nick, I, I owe you a big apology. Uh, because the Islander segment came out of turn. You should have gone second to last, and Steve should have been second. So I apologize to you and the New York Icelanders uh, for 
putting you out of place on the agenda. But we will now talk about the New Jersey Devils who had a four-point week, not a five-point week like the Islanders had. Sorry about that, Nick. Didn't they have a six-point week? Icelanders? The Devils? Five. Devils? Three? Three wins? Two, four, six. Oh, I thought you had. A, I thought I just saw a, a loss Billy? in there. Billy, three wins. Just, I, I honestly, God, I just, I just thought I saw a loss in there. How many? No, you lost. You lost to the cap. You lose to the Capitals. They, they, they won last Tuesday. Oh, I, I don't count the Tuesday games because we recorded that night. Okay, so but I, four, I forgot that. I forgot that. Five. I forgot uh, that particular one. Um. Because I don't, I don't typically <sighs> count the Tuesday. I don't, I don't count the Tuesday right. games because we record on Tuesday, so I start Wednesday. Sorry Good for you. So you're two and one. Can I go now? Yeah, yeah, you can. I'm, I'm done. I'm so done, three and one on the week with a win last Tuesday against Montreal. It's, it's not. It's two and one. To Foley with a hat trick. Uh, hey, guess what? They gave up the first goal. Another slow start. Jack Hughes with his four assist game leads the team to victory. Followed it up with an absolute clunker on national TV, um, which tends to be uh, what they do. Uh, got down 3-0 in the first period. Came back and scored four goals in the second period and gave up three goals in the third period. Gentlemen, what does that mean? You're right. All goals were all scored in one net. Ten goals were scored in the same net. Kind of stupid, but kind of interesting in the same way. Uh, defense needs to step it up. Um, just, just terrible coverage in the defensive zone. Followed that up with a win against Buffalo 5-4. Like Billy was saying, this team can just outscore their mistakes. You know, Luke Hughes had a couple of mistakes during this game that proved costly, but he also played pretty well the rest of the game and they won five to four and again for the seventh straight time gave up the first goal this game also saw nico hisher uh go down with a little injury um upper body injury no specifics day by day not day to day if anyone could explain that to me i would appreciate it but who gives a shit um sunday they followed the three and one week up with a win against Minnesota, where remarkably they score the first goal of the game. Two for three on the power play during that game, which brings their season total up to 14 for 33, a whopping 42.4% on the power play, uh, which is like eight points higher than second place. McLeod was moved up to the second line in Nico's absence and played really well. This game also notable because Jack Hughes uh, was held without a point. It was his first game all season being held without a point. Outside of the games this week, we've got Hawala nursing a nagging injury, and it seems like it's starting to affect his play. He might need to, to, to sit for a game or two to get right, unless it's a, the kind of injury where they say, you know, it's something he's going to deal with all year long, so it doesn't really matter. We'll just give him the maintenance days uh, once a week for practice. Mercer also needs to kick his game up a notch. Um, hasn't hasn't been as solid as he's been in the past few years. And we want to throw a shout out to the marketing department. Great job 
in acknowledging Tyler Toffoli's NHL first star of the week, six goals and one assist in the four games last week. Uh, upcoming, they've got at Minnesota in 30, Thursday to wrap up the home and home. They turn around real quick and head over to St. Louis for Friday, Chicago on Sunday, and then Colorado next Tuesday. Of course, everybody knows that game won't count because it's a Tuesday. Well, it counts in the NHL, but doesn't count oh, for our oh, podcast. Oh. Yes. But if it also, if it's after hours, it does count. So there's a lot of a lot of levels to it. There's, there's a lot of levels. There's, there's, there's a lot of levels. A lot of levels. Uh no, games that start at seven finished while we're while we're recording for sure. Anyway, uh we will turn our attention to the new and who the fuck says day day, day by day? Who the fuck is saying yes, day by uh, day? Your your day favorite coach. Day. Your favorite coach said day by day, not day to day. Like he was sure to specify. Jeez. Day Christ. by day, not day no, to day. No, but it, it should be day to day. I mean, that's right. Whatever. Right. What? What? Whatever. Jesus Christ! Another reason why I hate that fucking idiot. All right. Uh, so the Rangers uh, finished up their Western Canada road trip five and zero for the first time in franchise history. They sweep a five game road trip. Uh, on the trip, um, it's very simple. They scored more goals than the other team. They averaged 3.4 goals a game, this and they only guy. gave up 1.4 goals a game. Hard-hitting insight like that cannot be attained anywhere else on no, the internet. No. I have a microphone, sir. I am the expert. You And and if you score more goals than the other team, you are going to win that try, hockey Just game. try and go to Twix to find somebody with insight like that. <laughs> uh, also, during the five-game winning streak, the Rangers were 38 0.9% on the power play and they were 94.4% on the PK. They gave up one power play goal on the entire trip. Uh it was certainly a thing to watch and uh and it was it was a lot of fun. Started in Calgary Tuesday evening uh where they beat the Flames 3 to 1. Um and and it was a real solid victory. Um I don't recall them going into Calgary and playing a real solid team game very often. That's usually, you know, a house of horrors for them. Um, and the same with Vancouver. Um, but they, they played very well in that game uh, and they, they win three to one. They, two nights later in Edmonton, uh, they get a shutout three, nothing of the McDavid list Edmonton Oilers who were, uh, you know, even with even without that Will Cooley goal, the game was uh, very much in hand for the New York Rangers. And then on Saturday evening, they played the Vancouver Canucks, uh, went to overtime, and the big controversy in the overtime was whether it was a trip or not on Chris Kreider. Um, and look, uh, my biased opinion said it wasn't a trip, uh, but there's a lot of people out there who uh, who were saying that it, it it certainly was? It seemed like they accidentally hit skates and the guy went down. Wouldn't that be your unbiased opinion? Sure, unbiased opinion. Sure. Okay. Um, and then Kreider came back, led the rush down uh, two on one with Keandre Miller, who scored the game winning goal uh, to give the Rangers a four three win. And then uh, Monday night in Winnipeg was the return of Blake Wheeler. To 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 Winnipeg, uh, they gave him the the video. They gave him the standing ovation. They have lots of people in the crowd. It was uh, it was certainly a good night 
for for Blake Wheeler uh, on the ice. He had four shots on goal, and that's about it. Uh, Did the you guys try and give well. him back after the game? <laughs> no, but he did. He did say that, you know, it, it took him a couple of games to feel comfortable. And finally, in that Vancouver game, he said he was finally feeling comfortable in in the, in in the Rangers and in, in his new environment. So give him a little bit of time to see if that uh, listen, he's he's not been he's not been good. Let's just uh, let's just call it uh, Cooley and Trocek certainly have been carrying that line. But uh, listen, this was this was about Blake Wheeler's return and what he did for the city and what he did for the Winnipeg Jets, I guess. Um, so in he, the game, comfortable. He got comfortable when he got to Western Canada. Is that a good sign? <laughs> no, it's it's really it's really not a good sign. Um, but every time it's it's funny. Every time I think of Blake Wheeler and, and watch him play, it, he just reminds me of Andrew Ladd. Uh, and and that's not a good thing. Not a good thing when when Andrew Ladd reminds you of anybody that's on your team. Um, in the game, it saw uh, the Artemi Panarin show, which has been basically the start of the season. Besides Jack Hughes, um, nobody in the NHL has more points than Artemi Panarin to start the season. Um, he he scored in regulation and then came gave a beautiful pass to Mika Zibanejad for the one timer in overtime to secure the five and zero road trip for the Rangers. Um, who who are are certainly a fun team to watch. Uh, and you listen, your your team is always a fun team to watch when they win hockey games. It's plain and simple. Um, so they're they're finished. They were eagerly waiting to get home. Um, and they play the Carolina Hurricanes on Thursday, and then right back on the road to Minnesota, which seems really ridiculous. Uh, on Saturday night. To play the Minnesota Wild before coming back home uh, to play the Detroit Red Wings on Tuesday evening while we record. Um, I, I listen. I, I get the schedules got to do what the schedules got to do, but to make the Rangers come home to go back to Minnesota seems kind of kind of stupid. But schedule makers going to do what schedule makers do. And you know, Steve, the the Devils got rid of Minnesota pretty quick. The Rangers, you know. You know, they play them Saturday, and then by next Thursday, they're done with Minnesota for yeah, the year. Just a weird and scheduling that's it. thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I don't Good mind time. that. I don't. Fun I don't week. mind oh. the front half of the season or the front, you know, five eighths of the season being heavy loaded with this Western Conference. Get them out of the way, so that your more important games are in the, in the at the end. Agreed. As long as it's Western Conference teams, it's not like you're you know you're done with the Islanders at right. before Christmas. Right. It's ugh, very frustrating. But listen, very fun time to to uh, to watch the Rangers. Um, be very interested to see how they play Thursday night against Carolina, coming off of that emotional road trip. So it's going to be fun. And now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong Bill. Today's question is, what famous sports curse supposedly prevented the Chicago Blackhawks from finishing in first place for 40 years? I'm going to let Tom handle this one because he's the he's got this. I know it. It, it. It's the curse of the Bambino. Curse of the Bambino. No, that was the uh, that was a baseball curse. Uh, didn't have anything to do with the Blackhawks, per se. Are you sure? 
Isn't oh, it? I'm positive. Wasn't it because the uh, the Blackhawks owners bankrolled that uh, that play? No, you're going back to the curse of the Bambino. That was uh, because the 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 Red Sox owner wanted to to uh, finance the play. No, no, Nanette. Uh, that was not it. Wow. Nick, you awake? You want to chime in anytime? <laughs> no, you good? Summer cremation. <laughs> God, this guy too? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that, that's right. That's that's correct, right? That's, that's, that's not right. the right answer, but holy shit, that's just oh funny. my god, that's just funny. <laughs> that is just funny. God oh damn, God. Walked into that one. Uh, curse of the Billy Goat. <laughs> Oh no, that was a was that the Cubs or something? Uh, I, I think that was a different Chicago team, but that was not the uh, the hockey curse. No, curse of the uh, uh, driving the speedboat too fast into the uh, dock. Too soon. Is it too soon? I mean, from which one? It's happened so many times. Oh, are you talking about the one with the the Florida Marlins no, pitcher? I was or talking the one about Bobby Ohita. With the, with yeah, the he was Bobby definitely Ohita. talking about Bobby Ohita. Bobby Ohita. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's definitely too soon. Okay. Uh, the curse of trichodectophobia. Fear of the number thirteen. That's fear of the number thirteen. Number thirteen. Yes. Really? No. The seven, seven curse words. Piss shit. Fuck. Cock. Cunt. Motherfucker. And tits. Wowzers. Uh, you're Wowzers. You're going to have to Wowzers. Wow. We're going to have to bleep some things out mm. here. It's um, not like you said, but Jesus. That Christ. wasn't the curse. Oh, fuck. Um, but this this kind of, I mean, it, in a way, it was the of hockey curses. Oh, was it the, the, the whole Black Sox scandal? No, it was a baseball thing. A lot of baseball fucked up shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, holy, yeah. Really holy hell. Um is it I, uh the curse of the just give us the <clears throat> multiple choice guess? <laughs> yes. Because hey, we is. obviously have no fucking clue. A curse of Flanagan. B curse of Muldoon. C curse of Mc, McDonald. It's just curse of McDonald, <laughs> not Mc McDonald. Sorry. Uh, and D, Curse of O'Leary. Wait, what was the one where they burned the contract in the Stanley Cup? No, that was the MSG. Oh. Uh, uh, the, how about the curse of that Irish guy that you just mentioned? Now, I'm going to say because it was Chicago, kind of like, which is a lot like Queens, <laughs> where there was a McDowell's, I'm going to say it's Curse of McDonald. Oh, good guess. Incorrect. I would say the O'Leary. O'Leary, uh, also incorrect. Uh, the Flanagan. Flanagan right? Incorrect. What? Wow, we suck at guessing. <laughs> wow. Randomly. I'm going to guess the other one. Oh, very good, Steve. It's the curse <laughs> of Muldoon. It was apparently Muldoon was apparently a Blackhawks coach that got fired uh, for. And they didn't think it was a good reason that he got fired. I don't know the story. And and what he put the heebie-jeebies on them? Is that the yeah, official? Apparently. Yeah, it's the official yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and 
And now it's time for impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Yes. It's a special edition. Fucking Christ, of course it is. <laughs> it's a Halloween edition, Steven. So you guys got to guess as many players you can guess with spooky names in the NHL. Current or? Current. Could be previously played in the NHL. Could be nicknames. Just give me a bunch. We'll see how we do. I got a bunch listed down. We'll see how many you get. I'll tell you. I'll tell you then how many. If you get more than half right, you get more than half of these, you guys get it. Oh, God. Just let me know when you guys are ready to start. So we're just throwing out names. We're not even. Just throw out names. Throw out names. All right. Ready? And away we go. Darius Kasparitis. Boom, boom, Jeffreyon. I'll take Kasparitis, actually. That's a good one. Dave (laughs) Tiger Schultz. Mm. Miroslav. Shatan. Oh, that's a good one, Bill. Oh, that's a good one, Bill. The New Jersey Devils. That's not a person. But it's a team name. Definitely not a person. Deals with hockey. Uh, Think of some scary words. Wow. Uh, Alex Ovechkin. (laughs) He just scares goalies. Dominic Kashik. Mm. I'm terrible at this game. Yeah. This, is, this is good. I'm feeling happy that you guys are sucking at this one. Doug, Doug Killer Gilmore. Oh. Killer Doug Gilmore. Yes. Yeah. The, we'll take oh. it. The, the Boogeyman. Derek Broussard. Bugard. It's Bugard, not Brassard. Jesus Marty, Christ! The Beast, McSorley. You get that wrong, cause you're an idiot. I, I, um, <laughs> no. Shane, what do you guys say his last name? It's like a ghost. Shane, Ghost the Sparer. Ah, that guy. I got thanks, one. thanks, Bill. Thanks, huh? I got one. Thanks, I appreciate Cujo, it. Cujo, Curtis Joseph. Yeah, Ooh. we'll take Cujo. John Madden, we'll Mad Dog. Are you fucking um, reading a list? The, did the you cow- re- did you research this? Seriously? What? He's only gotten like one. Don't Me? worry. He's he's reading off some <laughs> random list probably. Yes. That's it. You. Time. All Time. right. All right. You guys didn't you didn't get there. You got you got five. And, and Billy got almost all of them. <laughs> we had Brett Burns. Then Black, Spooky. Blackburn. Oh, Adam Blackburn. Adam Deadmarsh. Oh, you got what about? Jeff Bookaboom. Oh, shit. Uh, Connor Hellebuck. Oh. Goes there. Phil Howley. <laughs> what? I don't get that. Jonas the Monster. Gustafsson. Killer Doug. Doug Gilmore. I was going to have a, a special one. The Rat. Red Marchand. Moment of the journey. And then uh, just Stu Grim Reaper Grimson, which was like one of the coolest ones I could find. That was pretty awesome. Uh, Stu Grimson, that's a good one. What about uh, Adam Graves? Wasn't in there? Adam Graves! 
That's a good yeah. one. I, even have I, I think one. we should win because Bill got uh, Darius Kasparitis, which wasn't on your list. Which yeah, was pretty much. A that given. was excellent. And Tom that saying Adam Graves. That was a great I, I one. Think, I think we win. There's a lot of people out there. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, he, he was Holly the extra back. Mario Lemieux. We're doing how? Is that NHL face-off 93? Holy crap. <laughs> Nets Sunday. <laughs> All right, please oh, turn off this again. music. I, I'm, I need to shit my getting, pants. Come on. I'm getting scared. Oh, 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 isolate that. Oh. Speaking of shit your pants, let's go to the state and Steve's stomach. This one uh, uh, brought to you by Coca Cola Zero Sugar. Well, I'm here. We're saving calories. Well, I'm here. We all look so lean. Well, here we enjoy Coke Zero. But sacrifice flavor, no. Round here, Coke Zero's the way to go. This one's going to bring us to the year of our Lord, 2014. 2014. Please go to July 24th. July 2 4. Two zero one four. July twenty fourth, twenty fourteen was a Thursday. Thursday. Breakfast was <laughs> Philly pretzel bites and honey mustard with a Coke Zero. Actually, no, yeah, Coke Zero. Lunch was a pepperoni and sausage stromboli. With a Coke Zero. Uh, worked that off by running a 5K after work. Dinner was ribs uh, and mashed potatoes and vegetables left over with also a can of Coke Zero. Tom, why did you pick Thursday, July 24th, 2014? Because that was the day that surgeons discovered a five-inch sex toy in a woman's vagina that had been there. For 10 years. Oh, that's right. Oh, boy is right. A Scottish woman walked around with a five-inch oh, wow. sex toy in her for 10 years without uh, realizing, doctors have reported. The 38-year-old woman arrived at the hospital complaining of severe weight loss, shaking, and lethargy. Uh, she also experienced mild incontinence for lethargy a few too, weeks. Probably. Yeah, yeah. It's not lethargy. Lethargy. Lethargy? Is that it? I, I, whatever. Tomato, tomato. On further examination, doctors were shocked to discover a strange foreign body protruding into her from her bladder into her vagina. Uh, surgical removal of the item at Aberdeen Royal Infirmer Infirmary revealed it to be a five-inch long sex toy. Medical staff uh, were were more taken back 
when the woman revealed she had used the sex toy with her partner 10 years prior. She also admitted that she was under the influence of alcohol. I did not need to be told that. For the last uh, 10 the time, years? <laughs> no, just no, at the time, I think, of using that sex toy. And, and claimed she couldn't remember removing it or not. It was 10 years uh, the ago. Woman, the woman had a normal IQ, no signs of depression or psychosis, <laughs> and had not been subject to any abuse, according to the case report. Uh, but the sex toy had caused her uh, potentially life-threatening damages. And that's what happened July 24th of 2014. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with the shit? It's so disgusting. So you hmm. could have read this story without telling me the location. And I would have told you it didn't happen in the United States. Yeah, a lot of these things because, don't happen in the U.S. Because there weren't cutesy words used for the female anatomy. Yeah, like like we heard with for the penis last week. Right. Yes. I agree. Right. I definitely agree. Those Europeans, they like to keep it. On the straight and narrow, they don't like to make a joke out of stuff like this. I, however, do. If you're a woman and you're going to use a sex toy, why are you picking something that's only five inches long? Why wouldn't you go for something bigger? Was it only five inches or did five inches break off? Like, did she see well, no evidence was, of anything the, coming back up? No, no, the, the sex toy was five inches. But I have heard, exact, huh? I, I have heard that the... Uh, most sensitive part of the women's vagina is within the first three inches, but it's also so. It's thank also, God. Uh, I mean, I, for I know I it's my saving grace. I agree, but um, that I've I've heard that. So you know, the longer it may not be necessarily be better. At least that's what I, I tell myself. I mean, <laughs> you see them in the store; they don't make it, many of them that are only five inches long. Um, this is this is this is very true. There, there's like there's some girls who just who like it deep. I, yeah, that's fine. Good for they them. They probably don't make them that small, not for any sensation reason, but just so that you don't lose them in there. For this exact reason, there you go. Yeah, that, that's a good call. I mean, I I passed up a story you know of. Also, good on this woman that she didn't have to masturbate in the last ten years. That she could go. That she could afford to misplace this for ten years. That she didn't need it. How big is the vagina that this thing gets lost in there for 10 years? Is it possible even, she didn't have sex with is it possible she didn't have sex with anybody else in the last 10 years for someone to discover it? These are all solid questions. Solid questions. Or or was she having sex with guys who were only three inches long and she felt like she was getting eight inches from them? Like a lot, they were a lot, just of a lot of Chinese guys pushing. Well, that now that's a stereotype right there. <laughs> what? I'm I'm just saying that's a stereotype. I, I've I've heard. I've heard. Again, you're talking to a lot of people these days. You heard about that. You heard about the vagina sensitive areas. I mean, you're talking to a lot of people. Are they built in railroads in Scotland. Why are there all those Chinese people over there? 
Uh, oh, and and she came, by the way. I know you were, <laughs> oh, uh, you were all on the, on the edge of your seats. Duh, pushing on all of our minds. <laughs> yes, yes. How silly of me not to say anything. All right. In the interest of time, that's going to do it for us tonight. Bye. And don't forget to go on the Twix at the friends underscore arrivals. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll read it on the air if you want us to. While you're there, turn on notifications so you never miss an episode of the Friends of Rivals podcast. Really, say something, Woody. Uh, quickly from uh, our new sponsor, ADP. We're home taking care of your payroll needs even when you're not. Day by day. <laughs>